It's time for your weekly hot mug of coffee talk with your host, Jonathan Harmon. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Jonathan Harmon with the J. Harmon Home Team with my new friend, Abdu Kati. And uh, we've been sitting here. Abdu just finished his breakfast, and um, I actually stared at it and smelled it longingly. It, it looked delicious. So <laughs> we're here at uh, Just Love Coffee at the Fountains. I love this patio area. I do. Don't I you? Do. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We were here three weeks ago with my dad and mom, and it was fun. Very good. Yeah, it's awesome. And, of course, the coffee is always delicious. But uh, I got to meet Abdu uh, through Bobby Terman, uh, the Hungry Hungry Hippie. Yep. And uh, Bobby said, a lot like me, he he does the whole connecting thing, right? He says, right. you know, you really should meet whoever, right? And he's like, he told me one day, he goes, you need to meet my friend Abdu. And I said, yes, I, I believe I do. So We did. And uh, so we had coffee a few weeks ago and, and set this up. And, and you're, you guys, uh, uh, your organization is hosting an event coming up. So why don't you start and tell us about your organization first. Okay. And then uh, kind of the backstory of the upcoming event and then what's going on at this upcoming event. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and glad you're here. Let's get connected with you. Uh, the organization name is Murfreesboro Muslim Youth. It was established about roughly five years ago. It was actually established as a response to two things. The crosses with the Islamic Center of Murfreesboro. Uh, I was in the board of director when that was erected. And that was part of the outcome of that. In addition, it was uh, a direct outcome of the Chapel Hill murder in North Carolina. If you're mm-hmm. familiar with it, I was directly connected to that family and uh, to Diaz family in particular. So that was kind of an outcome of these two events that kind of shaped my life and my understanding of relationships. Uh, regarding this upcoming event, it's on the 27th of October. It's Love Your Neighbor. Uh, Love Your Neighbor started about three and a half years ago, four years ago actually, closer to four. Uh, about four years ago, there was uh, an armed protest planned in several locations across the country, mm-hmm. one of which was planned in front of the Islamic Center of Murfreesboro, here in Murfreesboro. And uh, there was a group of pastors, compassionists, community members who had a forum on Facebook, if I remember correctly, some sort of an online forum, and they were discussing ways to respond and ways to face hate. And, the main notion at the time was to go there, stand across the street, and shout at each other, which for me, it was an absurd way to respond because it highlights hate. Yeah. It makes you an anti-hate. We're not anti-hate, we're for love. And right. there's a difference. There's a huge difference. Uh, so I would like, let's host a love your neighbor picnic away from them, somewhere far away that would take that tension from them and bring people who are truly for love to the front place that would claim who we are rather than what we are against. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my friend Jason Bennett from the Murfreesboro Coal Patrol uh, were like, let's do this. So we booked a pavilion at Barfield Park and we announced it the same day and time as the hate rally for the armed protest. And we went there and I remember it was kind of funny. He brought some coffee, I brought some plates and napkins and tissues and whatnot. And about 20 minutes into it, we're sitting there, we looked at each other, like, we need more place and more coffee. <laughs> and people just kept coming. That's and great. And we probably have a few hundred people showing up that day with all kind of food, and it became a tradition. We do that three times a year. Uh, it's got no speeches, no, no agenda, just people meeting people, joining each other. Sharing a meal together. Sharing food, sharing laugh, games, smiles. Uh, 
then about two years ago, little, or two years ago, we all heard about the League of the South planning uh, an anti-immigrant rally downtown Murfreesboro. Mm -hmm. It was a very similar, very similar situation, except it was more intense because of Charlottesville and Heather Hay murder. Uh, and it was a similar meeting. Uh, I called for this meeting. We met at the, a restaurant here with about 20 activists in Murfreesboro. And we were like, how do we respond to this? And uh, there were several ideas to go downtown, which was a strong idea to go downtown, cross the street, face them, which is important, which is needed sometimes. And I understand that, but I don't think that's who we are again. So same thing, well, let's do something different. Uh, let's do something that will show Murfreesboro as a loving community, as a caring community. And we decided to hold a rally at the main entrance to our town that would haters would be coming in so they would see us when they're coming in that the community would see us and Murfreesboro Loves was born that night mm -hmm. uh, it was beautiful uh, it took heat it was quick uh, we had a lot of participants uh, for me the highlight of the event during the preparation what on the supporters list we had Baptist churches LGBTA groups the Islamic Center liberals conservative atheists Christians, Muslims, everybody was there. What you had is Murfreesboro community. Members. We had a community. We had a community coming together for a common cause, which was love. Yeah, and to tell them, this uh, is not us, buddy. This is not us. Yeah, you can hang uh, out with us. If yeah, you they're up. welcome. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, everybody is welcome. It, it, the hate is part of the community, but it is not the community, and it doesn't define what it is. That's it's right. a, it's, a, it's an it's an anomaly. It's not the normal. Right. This is what's normal. Yeah. Uh, so Murfreesboro Loves was born. Uh, most of you know the details of that. We uh, we gathered at Barfield. We split the two groups. One to, to Old Fort Parkway. One stayed at the Church Street entrance of the town. We stayed there for a few hours. Uh, and they never showed. And they never showed up. <laughs> well, about six people did okay. downtown Murfreesboro. Right. Uh, it was a ghost town otherwise. So it was, it was a ghost town. It was police and those six people. And then I remember... That, that day in the evening, we were talking about how the businesses downtown took a hit. And we were like, well, let's host next Sunday as a day where everybody goes shop downtown. Yep. And hundreds of people showed it up that packed. day. It was packed. It's just, this is what community is about, just showing support to each other. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, love has to walk around people. Faith has to have legs. You can't just claim faith at church. It's good. It's beautiful for you. Faith, the acts of worship and faith are selfish. Selfish is just for you. Right. But faith is not for you. It's for everybody else to show, to live, to manifest, to reflect. You have to make a decision. Are you going to be the sun or the moon? Are you going to reflect the light? Or are you going to produce that light? What are you like going to be? Yeah. Uh, or are you going to just sit there and enjoy it? Right. Which one are you? Most people will decide that we're going to just sit there and enjoy the light. Right. Or even worse, sit there and complain about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we have some of those too. <laughs> that's again, that's, that's abnormal. That, that's where Murfreesboro Laws was born. Everybody knows what happens afterward. The 27th of October actually is the two years anniversary of that. Mm -hmm. So... One of the questions that comes in Love Your Neighbor every time, like the same question you asked me when we first met. You remember what did you ask me? Where are you from? 
Yeah. That was your first question. So that's a good question. Where are you from? Sure. But how about more? How about more than where you're from? Maybe what brought you here? Maybe what is it like to live where you're at? Well, where is Syria at? Or what, well, how many people live there? How, what faith do you practice? What language do you speak? We need more because the more you know about me, the less likely you're going to hate me. Yeah. And that's when we thought, well, let's create something more. So let's bring lovely neighbor to downtown square. And let's create stations that has countries represented in each station that form our community. A heritage, a chem- an ethnicity, a group that form our community. Well, you know, in, in it, my kids are, are in elementary school right now, and they always talk about America as a melting pot, right? Like you hear that term all the time, right? And anymore, it seems like we've kind of lost that identity as, an, as a melting pot and realize that it is a sum made up of uh, a bunch of parts, yep. right? And, and so when we first met, you told me that you had, I think it was 11 countries. Yeah. And you said your goal was 20, and you are now sitting at... 24, 25, roughly. 24 yeah. to 25 different countries, different cultures, different groups um, that are going to be on the square. Right. And, and what's, what's the goal? What, what, what is this event about? Benny Bridges, uh, creating better understanding... Uh, showing diversity, living it, walking among diverse community. Mm-hmm. Identified the, different groups identified that are all there group group for the same purpose. That form who we are and allowing people Common to history. ask questions. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. I disagree with the fact that we're melting pot. We're a salad ball. Ah, okay. That's what we are. It, it, and a salad bowl with one element is just not appealing. Uh, a salad bowl. I like that better that, than a melting that, that's pot. That's what we are as a community. That we, what, that's what we've always had. Honestly, I don't like the melting pot restaurant, so I like salad bowl <laughs> way better. <laughs> uh, and I think the more we add to the salad, the more rich it is, the more healthy it is, the, yeah. more, the more fulfilling it is. And I think we have to embrace that. Uh, and I, I think together what we can show in downtown Murfreesboro, how diverse we are, but how similar we are. Yeah. Uh, how delicious some food is and how we're a Murfreesboro salad made up of 25 countries yeah. <laughs> or more <laughs> more I wish we can get oh, more is, just, I, I'm it, going to steal that is that okay that's fine okay <laughs> it, it's hard to fit more than 25 booths in downtown square it's really hard yeah it's a small area uh, but we're, we're hoping to sh- show people that how to connect with each other uh, we're hoping to break some of the stereotypes that I may have about some countries or about some southern heritage issues or some individuals around us may have about certain countries. Allow you to ask questions, tough questions or easy questions. Because it's awkward, isn't it? Like to sit here and, and for us to have, I mean, we have to have a certain amount of uh, permission and a certain amount of um, trust with each mm-hmm. other to ask some of those questions, right? right? But if, if the purpose of the event to ask is to ask those questions, then some of that awkwardness kind of melts away a little bit. Absolutely. And now we can now we can talk because you're here to present and talk about your culture, mm-hmm. your background, your food, your you know mannerisms, whatever it is. And right? I think that's what the, the whole idea is. And we're gonna have children activities. So I mean, it's nothing for me personally as a father of several kids. There's nothing more beautiful than children from different backgrounds playing together. Oh, it is awesome because they don't care. They don't. They don't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just give them that you know char 
and let them draw something or yeah. sit down and, and have a face painting and my child yeah. like, I want to look like him or like her right and then play on the inflatable dad together. I colored myself pink yep. or whatever you know and I think that's that's what when our kids are raised together around each other it'd be harder to hate I agree with that it'd be it'd be it'd be harder it's much harder for my neighbor's kid to hate Muslims in the future mm-hmm and it's when someone looks at my child and tells them, hey, my neighbor's Afro-American, I love him. We've been neighbors for 15 years. When my, someone looks at my child and say, well, you know, Afro-Americans and this and that, he'd probably punch them in the face. Yeah, well, or he'd uh, say, what? What? You've lost you your mind. mind. Yeah. You're crazy. Uh, so it's, it's, that's what it takes. It takes you to cross that. It takes, you, it takes us to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to be uncomfortable. You have to, what we were talking about earlier, if you're a person of faith every single prophet from Jesus to Muhammad as we believe advocated for one thing primarily social justice yeah advocated for the poor for the weak for the needy for the sick for the orphan for the widow advocated for those who are less fortunate in the community and he did not advocate for you to take care of them only he advocated for you to treat them equally right and there's a difference I don't want you to look at an orphan and feel sorry for them I want you to feel how do I empower him to be like me mm-hmm. to be or equal better. to me or better than me right how do I way. empower that widow to live up to the same level I live in and there's a difference we, we as someone that does a lot of community work it is often that you see people helping the less fortunate out of petty yes well and out of uh, Pity, perhaps, but I think it's also a, a means of justifying, how do I say this? It's almost a means of justifying greed. So let me explain what I mean by that. I've been very, very blessed with what I have. I've worked really hard for what I have, and I've done, I've done well for myself, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you have as, as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm, I have this... And this is like, I'm being like super vulnerable right now, okay? So um, it's kind of weird. I'm a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. Um, sometimes I have this, it's almost like a guilt, right? Like, man, I've really done well for myself. And and I, I have friends that haven't or whatever, you know, or not as well, right? And so if I, it's almost like paying a penance, right? So like if I go help homeless people, right? then that's sort of like I've given them some of my time and some of my treasure, okay? So I've paid my penance, and now I don't have to feel bad about what I've got. Well, that's really kind of a messed up mindset, isn't it? Could be, yeah. I mean, isn't it a better mindset to say, hey, we're all part of the same community. I have this. You don't. Let's help out, right? And you have something that I don't, right? You have perspective. You have story. You have... And that's... Holding them to the same level as us, right? Whoever the, the whoever the them is, right? So whether it's I'm a Christian, you're a Muslim, and oh, you know, I can help the Muslims out, right? That's really arrogant, like really arrogant. Yeah. When the reality is, we're all part of Murfreesboro's community, right? And I can give you things, you can give me things, and the next thing you know, it's a better community. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just in uh, the the other great notion from a religious perspective most religions if you're truly a religious person helping others is your own good it's not because if you refuse to help others they're going to still get help right 
it's, it's not dependent on it's, it's not it's the world doesn't depend on you, me and you right the world keeps going and they're gonna get the help and it'll be your loss that's right and if you're not like we stated like I said a minute ago it's, it's if your faith is abbreviated summarized into your personal act of worship then I'm sorry for you yeah it's just I'm, I'm really sorry for you well it's it, I don't know that I've ever experienced God right like had this religious experience just in the auditorium or the sanctuary or that room right most of the times that I've experienced God or felt presence is working hand in hand working side by side eating with people talking with people learning about people some amazing perspective you know that you present to me or whatever and all of a sudden it's like whoa you know this is this is the pharmacist analogy it's different houses of worship people treat them in one of two two ways either it's a place where i can go smoke that cigarette feel high and then leave or a place where i can go fuel fill my tank and go spend that somewhere right and, and i'm this more the choice. second right and this is his, this is a choice and this is the, the, the true message of, of God is not dependent upon the other party's acceptance of your belief. So that's important thing to remember. Quite often we see in every faith I've, I've dealt with, including the Muslim faith, oh, I'm going to only help Muslims. Or I'm going to only help people who are open to listen to the message of Islam. And that's not faith. Right. Right. Uh, that's not what that, that is something you can claim to be faith but faith is you going out and completely with no no stake at all no benefit for you no 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 outcome no recognition doing what's right yeah being out there doing what's right and it's hard it is because we like to be we like to be patted on the back you know we like to be recognized we like it feels good to Absolutely. do good right Absolutely. and be recognized for it but that's not what it's all about, is it? No, most often not. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. So that's that's the event. Um, a lot of things we're excited about when the event is. Uh, I think some of the children activities will be fun. I think it's, uh, we're gonna have awards for the best uh, best tent, best booth, and we're gonna have people wait for people to vote for the best booth, and they will get gift cards and, and trophy at the end. Nice. That's we're looking forward to it. Um, and it's October 27th. October 27th. So Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. What time? We open the doors at 2 and we hope to conclude by sunset. And what's it cost? Uh, there's no cost. It's I'm sorry. Free. What was that? It's free. It's free? How much yes. was that again? <laughs> uh, we, we are going to have some music, some singers. Uh, uh-huh. We are hoping actually this is, this is in the work right now. We're hoping that Murfreesboro Square on Sunday afternoon will play about 20 songs in 20 different languages. Really? Yeah, on the on the speakers. So we are hoping to have different songs from every nationality, every ethnicity in there, playing their favorite songs on the on the on the speaker system. So it's October 28th now, right? Dream with me for a second. Yeah. It's October 28th. You're reflecting back on the previous evening after cleanup and everything yeah. okay we're sitting around having a cup of coffee right how do you know that it was a successful event uh if you know me well enough if you worked with me that doesn't matter to me i mean it's got to matter the, at least a little the, the, the real question usually for me as a as a youth organization 
have we done our best? Okay. So what's your best look like? Our best meaning going there, having more than enough volunteers, having people standing around not knowing what to do, uh, having every booth organized to the best we can have it organized, have the place spotless clean after we leave, have everything running smooth all day with our kids happy, mm -hmm. cheerful, feeling pride yet humbled right. with what they've achieved. That is the biggest success. Now, if a thousand people show up, that's even better. If 10 people show up, that's good. It doesn't matter. What do you think will show up? I have no earthly idea. Oh, come on. Come well, on. Speculate I, for me. I, last year, we had about three to 400 people showing up uh, on the Love Your Neighbor. Uh -huh. uh, our average about one to 200. The best we've had, maybe five, 600. So I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, I'm hoping to have a lot of people showing up. I hope to run out of food in two hours after we start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I, I'm actually hosting a client event uh, that afternoon as well. And we bumped our client event back an hour just nice. so I can go spend Thank an you. hour uh, down on the square. So I'm very Thank excited. Um, the Jay Harmon Home Team, um, you know, we, we've given you guys a little bit of money for it. We're, I mean, we are all about community. That's what we do, right? And, and it's all community. I, I, I flip and love the salad bowl analogy because in a salad – Everybody retains some of their own identity, but it all contributes to the overall salad. Absolutely. Right? That's that is so much better than the melting pot. Absolutely. It's so much better. So I, I really like that. We, we appreciate your support and the support of several other groups and organizations in town. A bunch that came forward supporting. Yeah. Uh, this event will not have a lot of sponsors. Uh, As it should. the idea. Right. Uh, the tents are going to be about the countries, not businesses, not organizations. That's mm -hmm. not the purpose of the event. Uh, the purpose of the event to highlight the community, to highlight who we are, what we are, and we, we can, how far we can go together yeah. as a community. Yeah. Well, with leaders like you, I, I think we're going to be just fine. So, well, thanks um, for your support and uh, an amazing community we've had. It is. It's, it's a good place to live, and, and this is... This is just one more example, right? Yeah, one absolutely. more example of, of why this place is great to live. You know, the, I remember the whole thing on the square two years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, I remember it well. And uh, and I actually had a friend that was a, a police officer. He was stationed up on top of one of the uh, buildings, you know, kind of being a lookout, so to, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he said it was it was a ghost town. And he said it was just, just them, just the, the police, basically. He said it was the eeriest thing, though. For that square to be that quiet. Uh, funny story about that day. The day before, uh, our volunteers were supposed to go downtown and put messages of love, like banners and flyers. Yeah. So they got there, and a lot of stores were boarded up. And one of the girls, I don't want to throw a name because I don't know which one of them started it. She starts drawing on the board. Yeah, I drew on one of them. And she said within hours, like everybody was doing yep. it. And it turned the almost a beautiful display, an awkward beautiful display yeah. of Two love. big sheets of plywood, I remember. Yeah. There was one in particular, I think it was at Garage Bar, wasn't it? It was Garage Bar. Yeah. And, That's what uh, started it. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was completely covered in graffiti, yeah. um, but it was all... It was just people walking by and yeah. writing something they, they care, and there was not a single hate message on there. Yeah. It was, it was, it was all awesome. about... Uh, the same with downtown business communities, like everyone endorsed the movement. They have signs, posters, uh, just supporting that we are about love, we are about unity, we are about diversity. Uh, we, we understand we're different. 
we understand that we're not the same, but we respect that. Yeah. And we respect the embrace outcome it even. of that. We embrace it. We we're ready to move on holding hands together to the next level where we can take our community, we can evolve it to. You know, it's funny. I tell my kids all the time, they'll bicker with each other, they'll fight or whatever, you know, and I'm like, isn't it more fun when you guys get along? <laughs> I mean, it's really that simple, isn't it? Yeah. And even even like, even with the kids at home, with my children, even when it, his head goes into the, the, the drywall, <laughs> Which has happened. Guilty. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Jeremy. Still, That's my little brother. There's, there's still that, that element in there that it's okay. It yeah. happens. It's just we're still in here together. There's no running away. Yeah. There's no escaping. And uh, it's not bad. It's just part of... Sometimes the kids, even in school, they clash. But that's how they get to know each other better. Yeah. And a lot of friendship, friendships... We're built after a fight. Yeah. A True lot story. of them are built around fight. But they, I guess it goes back to the basic. You have, you have to overcome your fears of the others. You have to overcome your own... Because when you open up to others, you start asking serious questions that you had before that you never asked. Yeah. Well, and that's... And, and you know, really, we talk all the time about... Um, Pick your ism, right? Racism, sexism, mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? It really does come down to people like there's a comfort in being around other people that you perceive as the same, mm -hmm. right? There's a, there's a certain, just an innate human comfort in that. But the reality is we are all individuals as well. And so, you know, even the people that we are the same as, we're not the same as, we're just more similar, right? And what, what I have found is that the more I reach out to people that I perceive as very different, the more I realize how much more the same I am to people that are different. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And you, know, you just reminded me, and this is really awkward, of the Matrix. <laughs> when the Matrix turned, when all the Matrix turned to that wing character who took over the whole world, how boring is that? Right. How boring is that going to be? Yeah. It's like, imagine you just, every single person you meet is exactly like you. I just started liking you even more because you went super nerdy on me and that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a good one, for <laughs> sure. So, all right. Well, buddy, I cannot wait until the 27th. Absolutely. Um, we'll be uh, posting info and invites and all that kind of thing about the event coming up. And uh, just come out and, and, you know, sample some food, listen yeah. to some music. Uh, let the kids bounce in the in the, the jumpy houses, and uh, you know I'm I'm trying to convince Abdu to get a, a henna uh, tattoo. Well, he's a thing. We told that inflatable company to bring them at twelve. So from twelve to two, it's not for children. Ah, I see. <laughs> I got you. That's smart. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. That's the the preview, right? Yeah, the preview. We get test the equipment. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Quality control. Yeah. What well, one thing I want to add though is is. For everybody out there, I'm being serious. If you have any fear of coming out, if you have questions, if you have something that you think prevents you from being there, whatever it is, reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, tell us why and tell us how we can make that disappear for you. Uh, we want you there. We want you to be with us. We want you to, you are part of us, whether you like it or not. You are, you are part of this community and we want you to be in the community no matter what it is that prevents you of making you feel that you don't belong. 
Well, and I'll tell you what, here's, here's the one thing I know without a doubt about you is it is going to be, you, you can ask just about anything that you want. I'm going to go ahead and say anything that you want. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it, with the story that you told me uh, before we started, um, I, I have a feeling that you're going to be very difficult to offend. And, yes. uh, and, and so there, is, there really won't be a stupid question. Right. No, yeah, I mean, not just for me. Ask questions for, for anybody in there. And if you feel like you're not satisfied with the answer, just ask more. It's just uh, you're having to overcome your fears. And a lot of people who are attending, who are hosting booth, have the same fear. We have individuals who are afraid of being on the square. Yeah. Uh, we, have, we have individuals, ethnicities that declined to be on the square because they're, they're afraid. And... It's sad. This is not who we are. Yeah. We want everybody to be feel to feel comfortable being anywhere in this town that they want to be. Yeah. Because if any segment of the community is afraid of being out in the open, what does that say about us? You nail on the head. You're and exactly right. How does that make the children feel? How yeah. does that make them what would that make them become in the future? How would you expect them to be contributing to the community, be part of the community effectively if they were raised around parents who are afraid of being out and open? I want to throw one more thing out there. You just, what you just said sparked something. Um, there's, a, there's a book that I've read uh, fairly recently that I'm not going to share the title because it's fairly inappropriate title. Um, but, uh, but anyway, one of the main um, ideas in the book, it talks about the idea of responsibility versus fault right and and in our culture we tend in American culture we tend to equate the two things right it's your fault therefore it's your responsibility okay and that's just not true right no matter what fault lies in a situation people that are involved in that situation have a certain responsibility so if we're driving down the street and I run a red light and I plow into the side of your car right you still have a responsibility in there, even though it's absolutely not your fault, mm -hmm. right? You have a responsibility not to get out and beat me up. You have a responsibility to report it. You have a responsibility to handle it a certain way. I mean, it, it was never your fault, but you have a responsibility. So I think that sometimes we tend to think that um, a culture, uh, uh, an ethnicity, a whatever, you know... <laughs> It's their own fault that fill in the blank, right? And and that happens. I hear that all the time, right? And then add to that, um, well, you know, your ancestors did this, or your uh, whatever's did this, or people that are sort of like you on the other side of the planet did this, or whatever. So it's it's your fault, right? Mm -hmm. And the reality is, we all have a responsibility within our community to just get along with each other. Right and learn about each other and accept each other and treat each other like human beings the way we would want to be treated. The whole golden rule thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's, it doesn't matter if it's your fault. It's irrelevant, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's your third cousin over in some other country that you've never met. It's fault. It's my responsibility to still treat you well. It's 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 always like the same question. If you do good, you're doing it because you're good or because I'm good. And that's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. If you're doing good to others because they're good to you, 
are you really a good person? Right. Are you, you are you really even doing good? <laughs> yeah. And the question that really is, is, we go back to the same analogy earlier. Are you going to reflect that light that you think you have? Or are you going to just sit there and enjoy it? Or judge others who are... Maybe the person that does not have the lot that you think you have, does it have it because you're blocking it? <laughs> that's a good point. You're in the way. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's indirectly your fault, not theirs. Well, and your question about good, you know, here's, here's kind of a thought on that is maybe the reason that I'm good is because I acknowledge that everybody sitting here has good in them mm-hmm. and it's worthwhile. It's, right. it's a, it takes a village, it takes a community, and in, in any given community, if you take that even a step further, Jonathan, is, is the community is accountable for the outcome of the community. A hundred percent. And the accountability at your work, at your business, you're accountable for the team. Yeah. So if someone does something wrong, a fault, as you call it, the team is responsible, but who's accountable? Who's going to pay for it? Is going to be you yeah and that's why you jump in and fix it if we come to that same realization if the muslim kids in murfreesboro are raised around fear and hate there'll be a negative outcome that's why we need to have them on the square that's why i think our kids need to be visible on the square feeling proud of being who they are doing good in the community the same with the lgbta kids if they don't have an outlet to present who they are we're going to have the same outcome. We're going to have kids who have issues in the future. We don't want that because right. they are our kids. They are our and responsibility. And they're good and they're valuable. Absolutely. Everybody. You have you have certain Christian children that I've dealt with that have issues, deep issues that get covered up. The same with some Muslim kids that get covered up. Our community in general as a whole is accountable for the well-being in the community. No one's going to fix our issues. We have to fix our issues. And we can do it better together yeah. as a community. I love it. I agree. Yeah. Abdu, this has been awesome, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you Thanks, so brother. much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, you guys, check out the comments here in just a minute. We'll put the link to the event coming up. Absolutely. And uh, I'd love to see you out there. Yes. It's, it's going to be a fun event. Ask questions before. Come over and uh, get to know us. Yeah. Get to know this guy. He's awesome. Appreciate so, it. Thanks, brother. All right, brother.